0: I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. So joining me today, I have uh, Coach Mabade Hussein. He has had um, multiple U.S. road records He's been a coach at Sandia High School. He's been a mentor to me and, uh, more importantly, a friend. So thanks for joining me, Coach.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Coach, for having me today.
0: Absolutely. Uh, You know, my first question is, how did you get into running?
1: So running, uh, I got into running without knowing that I mean running. It's just started as uh, the way I was brought up, my upbringing, my lifestyle when I was a kid was nothing but running which I didn't know until later on in life. Right. So it's my background, how I, how we grew up, the lifestyle where we lived, going to school, uh, weekend activities, everything was all uh, revolving about running, around running. And then later on in life, <clears throat> you know, I, I ran a little bit in high school, but it was kind of, you know, during uh, sports season, we were met to run which we probably didn't like. <laughs> but, you know, I would spend like hours running to go watch a truck meet, you know, and running with very high intensity. But my official running really didn't start until I yeah was, uh, I moved to the U.S. The, uh, through my brother was uh, running at UNM at the time. So he brought me, he knew I to run, so he brought me here and uh, set me up and sent me to school and said, you know, uh, just go as a walk-on, and next semester you'll probably be a, a good runner. And yeah. <laughs> that was my introduction to running.
0: That's that's fantastic. You know, you talk about you know part of your culture and everything. Running was just kind of a part of it. You didn't really think mm-hmm. about it. You know, what did that look like as you know as a child there in Kenya? Like, what part of the culture, I guess, you know, really brought it all in for you?
1: So uh, it was a lifestyle. So, for example, going to school in the morning, you know, from first grade all the way to eighth grade, you know, we had to, we went, we had to run, my school was, in fact, my parents' house was farther. So I ended up staying with my grandma, who was halfway through to school. (laughs) So it was only about two miles. Oh, wow. And that was two miles of running in the morning because we had to get to school in time. And uh, to get to school in time, you have to run in the morning. So you run to school, and then you run back home for lunch. Uh, And that was something that happened for eight years. So And the intensity of running was, you know, we'd play, we'd race each other, going to school. You'd be running very fast if you are running late because there was uh, repercussions if you get to school late, (laughs) uh, which wasn't good. So (laughs) the best way was to speed up. So that was, uh, that was my development. You know, that's how running, uh, you know, that's how I became, uh, you know, developed myself. It's something you are doing it uh, unconsciously and knowingly, so it's more fun. Right. When we were at school and we were told to run like a mile, it was like they are punishing us. Even you know, So we ditch and do stuff, <laughs> not knowing we, we are doing the real running in the morning. Okay right
0: yeah well so- it's it's uh you know kind of funny to hear because it mm-hmm. is you you see kids playing and, and through different cultures all kids run mm-hmm. you know a different amount but being able to just go you know you're running two mm-hmm. miles and mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a game like oh where's where's my friend this time and i'm gonna I beat understand. him or you know oh, you yeah. you have that built-in time and obviously probably getting a little bit quicker as the years go by.
1: Exactly. And then another on weekends, you know, we spend time playing with friends and they would send us to town. Some days, you know, late, we lived in the village uh, outside a small town. So sometimes maybe in the local shops, you know, we don't have something like maybe gas or stuff like that. So, you had to go to the bigger town. So, that was another two and a half miles. And remember, sometimes late in the evening, they would say, Oh, can you run to the town and get, you know, a gallon of maybe gas or stuff like that? And, <laughs> you know, it was, you have to run so fast because it was getting dark. So, that was, you know, weekend. They would send you somewhere, go to the neighbor, go to this uh, relative down so everything was walking around you know i I, compared to the life here where uh, you know we we can't even walk to the neighborhood park we have to drive for us that was you know really something that was different so everything was you know you're either walking you're running so we are very active all the time and then there was other things that we do too some physical work You know, we help out in the farms. So I grew up in the farming community. So you know, all the farming, all the chores, everything around the the farm or the the neighborhood was done manually. So, uh, for example, we'd go, you know, grow crops. You know, you go help and uh, till the garden, plant, harvest, and some of those, you know, like a our corn was like the large-scale farming we did. And it, it's very manual, you know, right. like, you know, everything is done by hand manually, you know. So those were very, uh, you know, power. It, it, it was like, you know, being in a gym. Yeah. So it builds you, you know, you look at your how you're brought up, you're built all around, you know. So these kind of favors are running, you know, it builds all the muscles so that later on in life, if you choose to go for running, you already have that head start. You are fully developed.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I You know, I grew up, you know, just just a little bit in northern Mexico, and, and we were kind of a little outside of town. And, you know, most of the time, especially, you know, growing up, middle school and stuff, my parents were comfortable. I would ride my bike into town, and you know, because I couldn't drive, and they weren't going to drive me. <laughs> You know, so I had a good couple of miles to get, you know, into town, or at least to my friends' houses. And, mm-hmm. and we had some chickens and stuff for a while that I helped feed and, you know, chopping wood and stacking mm-hmm. wood and all that that yeah. fun stuff.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> and, how we, we grabbed too.
0: You know, it's. do you ever think about that? You know, because you've got a young son now, Um Mm. I've got kids
1: and I, I sometimes think about that like man oh, I wish my kids, you know, get got to experience yes. that. Yes. It's yes, I have a little son, <clears throat> seven year old boy, and you know, say so there's some things I look at him and I look at back how I grew up and there's some things that I you know, I, I really been getting him involved in different parts. I play with him, you know, take him around, keep him you know, keep him very active. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, and, and it's something that I really would like him to experience. And I talked to him about my upbringing, how I grew up, you know, how it looked like when I was at his age, you know, and sometimes he's amazed, like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I plan to, you know, one of these, we were planning to go to, I want to take him to Kenya so that he can see. Yeah, and he's, he's at the age now where I think if he goes and he can picture and visualize what you know, life was then. Right.
0: Seven. I can't believe he's already seven, coach.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember I used to bring him to the track. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is easy. You're younger than my son. I, I forget that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, you know, so going back you, you you know, talking about your brother kind of getting you in, like, oh just just go walk out and you'll be mm-hmm. when when he came to the to the United States, did you ever mm-hmm. think that was something that you would pursue as well?
1: In the beginning when he when he left Kenya, you know, I was still a little bit young, but I, I didn't uh, I didn't envision myself coming to US because he gave, he came on a truck scholarship. So they they recruited him straight From Kenya he was was a good runner back home you know I remember watching him at one of the national meets he he, he, he had a he was really focused you know he trained so hard so I never envisioned until later on uh, when I was in high school is when I realized so after high school I really need to pursue my education so you know I started and he wanted to bring me over too so I remember I used to tell me okay start training you know and that was like oh no I'm gonna <laughs> run <laughs> yeah so my you know I, I started when I was in high school towards the end of you know my last years is when I really wanted to to come to us yeah and uh, he had that uh, he wanted me to come to you know uh, one funny thing he knew that I could run you know he knew he, he, he knew what uh, I was capable of doing yeah, I was the only one who really didn't have the confidence yeah we, I come from a family where I had a brother who used to be a really good runner in elementary middle school high school a sister who ran very well too I was the one who wasn't you know probably the slowest in the family <laughs> yes but uh, but I love running running is probably uh, I I. Uh, where I come from running is big, you know, everybody's uh, very enthusiastic, they follow running, we, you know, so I had that laugh for it, but I didn't think I was, I could be a good runner.
0: Well, yeah, and you're, I mean, I. it's funny to hear you say that you were probably the slowest and, you know, but I mean, <laughs> anybody who, kn- who knows who your brother was, obviously he, he was a, mm-hmm. a, you know, a pretty amazing runner himself and. You know, just Mm -hmm. putting that in context of where I I see you and then, you know, where your brother was as well. It's it's funny. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, And you ended up uh, at Abilene Christian. Is that where you ended up?
1: Mm, I went, so I, I started out at South Plains Community College. Okay. And went to Lubbock Christian. Lubbock, exactly. so Yeah, I went to Leverland, which is 20 miles outside of Lubbock, and then transferred to Lubbock Christian. So, initially, when I left home, my brother ran for UNM and uh, he wanted me to come to UNM. So, I came, you know, I came to US, you know, and uh, getting here. So, he brought me over and I started to, you know, I started the process trying to apply to schools, but I had no running, you know, no running resume. You know, so Division One schools at that moment were, you know, they were really competitive and especially recruiting a foreign student, you really have, they have to have the credential of running, you know, you don't just uh, look at somebody. So they knew my brother was a good runner, but, you know, I, I just I had to have something to show. Right. So when I came here, I totally came with a a clean slate of running. <laughs> so it was very hard for a big school to invest on me. You know, I really wanted to go to UNM. You know, I did everything, all the entrance, whatever. You know, I got good grades. But uh, the coach, of course, had to, you know, had to weigh. You know, he had a limited he had a limited uh, scholarship of us. And right. he, I'm very sure I wanted to use it wisely. So the question was, should I invest on somebody I know I haven't seen you know somebody that I think he could be a runner, or should I put it in people that I knew so he 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 was in that dilemma and I kind of figured you know uh, I think the best thing for me is just to start somewhere you know maybe go to a community college and uh, just go there and see what I have so uh, we started looking around and uh South Plains at that time had a few Kenyan runners. There was a friend of mine who was here, so he mentioned to coach uh, coach James Morris. And Coach Morris immediately he knows he has had Kenyans, he has had people, and he asked, you know, oh is the brother of Ibrahim? He knew Ibrahim Hussein, my brother. So he said, Oh, okay. So <clears throat> when I, I came at the beginning of the school here, so uh, I lost a semester. So the, the beginning of the year, I, you know, I was juggling, trying to find. So this was uh, the middle of the year. Coach Morris uh, said, okay, you know, he looked, I had everything he needed. He knew I could run. He didn't yeah. mind about the clean slate. <laughs> yeah, He just asked me if he was physically, you know, is he physically fit? Yes. <laughs> so, you know, and and when I got here, I started really informally. I started training, you know, back home. I was just, you know, doing here and there. And my brother really didn't push me, like, you know, he let me create that interest. Yeah. So Coach Morris uh, yeah, offered me. Unfortunately, it was the middle of the year. So, yeah, at that time, I'm sure he didn't have any scholarship. So he, he asked me if. If I could work on, you know, he would cover maybe books and little things that he could. But uh, he he was out of scholarship at the time. So, you know, and going to a community college was affordable, too. So we talked with my brother. My brother paid for my one semester. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I started as a work on, you know, with a clean slate. (laughs) So pretty amazing. Yeah. Yes, I went to South Plains. You know, Coach Morris was an amazing uh, person. Really, he was good. He took me, he talked to me, and uh, yeah, we walked from there. And uh, you know, that fast, you know. So I went. You know, I missed cross country season, so I started uh, truck season. So I went in January. You know, getting there everywhere, you know indoor. I've never been indoor before, <laughs> and I uh, you know so once I realized I'm going to college when I came here I really started training intensively and I kind of developed a little injury on my uh, right on, on my ankle. so uh, the, so during indoor season I, 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 I didn't run indoors You know, I couldn't I I I had to push myself so too soon you know you get scared you you, you are trying to you are going to a school you yeah going to get a scholarship so the pressure I started putting pressure on myself and I think I might have trained a little bit so got injured I walked through indoor season but came outdoors is when I really started picking up you know and you know just looking for an event (laughs) so I, I you know started with the longest distance I could I remember coach asking me what's your favorite event you know i said oh steeple chase you know i just you know as a kenyan we had this mentality that we are all stiplas right so he took me to the track and there was on the steeple chase barrier it was empty there was no water and i looked down and i saw how deep it was and i said oh no (laughs) so so i told coach i think 5k would be the best (laughs) Never ran a steeple in my life. <laughs> I, and it was just because I saw the depth of the the water jump. you know, right. when it's empty, it looks so deep, and I realized, oh, man, you know, with machines, I am going to pass machines by a cheese So The steeple
0: looks so much fun, but, yeah, with, without the water, it looks so much different.
1: It, it, it does, yes. And I look back, I think I've been a good stippler, really. Yeah, my bad, a stippler in college. But that, looking at that empty water barrier just scared me. I can imagine. Yeah. So I went to 5K, you know, and uh, ran 5K, uh, qualified for nationals, ran the 15, qualified for nationals, and... So my first year as a walk-on, I finished second at the nationals, the national junior college. Wow! Finished second in the 15, and I think I made all-American in the 5K. Wow! So, which you know, that was that was my introduction to college. I'm yeah. Running in college. Yep. I'm sure yeah. that
0: felt good and and proving to yourself that you could hang hang in there. <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely yes so it was uh, it it was a good start so that was uh, after that you know the end of the semester i remember walking to coach's office you know and i said so coach uh, what's the plan next year you know i just wanted him to tell me how much i'm coming up with and how much he might cover for me <laughs> yeah so the coach say oh the only thing you need to do is just uh, find, find a, a plane ticket or a bus ticket and get to school at the, at the start of school and you are taken care of. <laughs> so that was, I was so excited, like, you know, yeah. you know realizing I, I just, uh, you know, I, I earned that in this, this scholarship, you know. Wow. And from there, everything was, you know, came back the following season and won cross country nationals so, so that was. Uh, I think it was kind of. It was a good way for me. I really think it was good. It's something, you know, you, you eventually want to do it. You know, I build it in. I built, my running was built. Uh, without my knowledge, you know, then my support, my brother knowing, he just takes it and guided me without any pressure and then I finally, you know, things got in and that was it for me, random-wise. Yeah. Wow. What was that transition
0: Mm for you coming from Kenya, you know, out of high school and and coming to the United States and Mm -hmm. being in a small town and, Mm -hmm. you know, running, what what was that? Was there a little Mm -hmm. bit of culture shock for you?
1: So the, the the advantage I had was my brother was here with his family. Oh, okay. So the you know assimilation of culture, and, and he, he had got he had he'd been here, so he'd come home. So he had a I I kind of had a picture. So when I uh, when I came uh, when I came here, I lived with him. You know, he was with his wife and going, he, he had just graduated from college. Okay. So, the, the, the adaptation was very easy, it was a smooth transition, you know, of course there was culture and looking right. at, you know, different, I remember I came in during, you know, in, in winter, I was wondering, like, asking my brother, whoa, I came in and I couldn't see leaves and I said, hey, what's happening here? <laughs> How come all the trees are dry, <laughs> you know? But uh, not knowing that, you know, the tree shade in fall to come back in the spring. Yeah. And then, you know, winter was another big experience. I knew the cold, but I didn't realize, you know. One cold morning, I woke up and it was sunny and I just needed a little sunshine. I woke up. So I, you know, back home, we used to sit outside for sunshine, you know. So I went outside and was trying to sit down and have a nice sun. (laughs) <laughs> and it was freezing <laughs> i ran back i said wow what's happening it's it the sun is up what's going on with the sun it's weak <laughs> it's not as hot as back home <laughs> yeah so that was you know so when i went to college a little bit i was kind of uh, i'd stayed here a semester so i knew right but still it was you know it was a uh, it was different, you know, I think the first thing, I, I went to Texas and, you know, uh, there's a thick accent in Texas and I remember my history teacher, I, we had a hard time, you know, hearing what he was saying, he was he had this deep Texan voice, and I, 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 for the first few weeks, I was missing what he was saying, <laughs> yeah. So those are, you know, those little things that we go through, you know, change in culture. And then uh, the training, you know, back then, back home, you know, uh, I didn't mention, you know, before, before, uh, way back, running in Kenya was like, not everybody ran. We had great runners, but it was believed that running was just particular people. We had Kip Kano was, you know, one of our first really major runner to make a back too right and he came not too far from you know where we come from so he wasn't the hero within the region i come from so i remember when we were kids and somebody ran fast we say, yeah i am Kip Kano. so kipkaino was kind of uh, running became Kip Kano. so people uh, even you wouldn't see anybody training unless you are one of the top people you know i remember a long time there was a you know a fellow a, a runner he was in the military military oh, had big runners so we'd wake up we'd see him in the morning running and you would stop and look at him like wow look at you know whole he was you know he was a superhero yeah so it was just to stand and watch him running along the road and uh, so not everybody, you know, I wouldn't wake up and just go running. people would think, oh, what are you? you know, so they would shame you. Oh. So I remember my brother told me to start running, you know, in like right if after sunset where nobody could see me and I'd <laughs> run. If I see somebody that I know, I'd stop and walk. Wow. And when I pass him, I'll start running. <laughs> so that's like the thinking like, oh, what are you trying to do, you know? Right. Was yeah, and, and even in the community running wasn't really you know if you are in school and you start running, they no, no no that's gonna mess with your education. Wow. So they they are not impressed you know unlike like now, you know wait, wait. years later you go in the morning you just wake up and it's amazing to see everybody people running up and down you know you walk the street within two minutes they say. A group of runners, in like 10, 5, you know, you name it, all the names. So it's become, you know, everybody wants to run. You know? I had no idea that that's how it was. Yes, when you were it growing was. up. Yes, it wasn't really, it wasn't everybody. Right. Yes, you, you know, if you are running in the village, you are like, whoa, you know, you, you, you had the license to train. <laughs> and people look at you with passion <laughs> but if it was just a, nobody was trying to to be rana, you know you will get the laughs of the village <laughs> yeah oh, but, so yes but, uh,
0: did you end up coming to albuquerque be, was your brother still here when you moved here after college
1: uh, after college. Yeah, so during college he was still here and then he moved to Flagstaff okay. and went home so yeah, he moved to Flagstaff and uh, He left right after I graduated went back to Kenya okay. Yeah, but I used to you know he was he lived in Albuquerque when he was uh, when I was going to school So, you know during holidays I would come here spend time train over, you know summer So I had good summers training he training up here
0: in Albuquerque. and is that why you ended up moving here? You just had good memories from training here when he was here.
1: Yes, so uh, so Albuquerque later on became a hub. You know, he he was, you know, we have had runners here. You know, was, you know I would say he's one of the few international runners who were based in Albuquerque. You know, in the eighties, there was a few people who come here. But it was, you know, bold I think, was the place to go. So Albuquerque started gaining momentum. And I think by, I remember the, the Olympics, uh, I think 96 was it. So my brother, you know, he you know he won New York, he won Boston training up here. So the, the name really started attracting, you know. Right. Yeah, big runners. You know there was a, a few before him but once you know it got highlights it really started developing to be a, a big hub right And there was a point in the you know uh, uh, 90s people start moving in and I think by mid 90s late 90s I remember 96 Olympics Albuquerque was the home of like you know national teams you know South Africa Poland France you know you name it everybody came here going to stayed here for maybe a month. Oh, wow. Some were trying to, you know, acclimatize with the time, and uh, that's where I get into the uh the the weather. So, Albuquerque became a really running up. So, after high school, I mean, after college, uh, when I graduated from Labok, you know, Labok wasn't, you know, Labok level and is nothing but flat. You're right? Yeah, you'd. The only hill you can see is maybe a, you know, a mole hill or a <laughs> an hill. <laughs> so everything was flat. And uh, it, it wasn't too bad, you know, for college, I really, we, we enjoyed. We had a group, uh, so in South Plains, and then when I went to Labok, Lubbock Christian, actually, when I went there, was, uh, there was a coach who really wanted to start it. uh he was a missionary coach, he had gone to Kenya, Wanted to a, a distance program at Labok so he really went out and really recruited, talked to friends, and I remember he, you know, he came, he visited, and all the way he was in Kenya. I went to my home, so he's a really nice coach, price. He very nice uh, uh, person, so he wanted to start a a, a distance program. You know, Laboke, we used to they used to recruit. Uh, used to be a sprints program and I think the coach left so when coach price came in he recruited a few so we started a good program you know uh, it was an NIA school and going to my you know one of the reasons I had to join uh, uh, Lobo Christian on after because I could have come to UNM but still my I, I was on the you know, as aging out of the age requirement, right? So, had I gone to a Division One school, maybe I'd probably get a year of competition and I would age out. So that right. could have been a problem. So I thought a Division Two and school would be ideal. So Lapok, you know, uh, Lapok became a place. You know, so we went there and we started a program with a few of my teammates and. Uh, at that time uh the powers was yours, alma mater adam state <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so adam state had won probably the last 10 nia cross-country championships yeah so i remember our first year we beat adam state which was a big deal <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so we, we we started a good program and uh, i think in 90 in 91 uh, Arkansas was NCA Division 1, yeah. uh, ranked. And, uh, we used to run their chili pepper cross country with the host and they right. invited us there and we upset them. You know, the number one NCA team on their home ground. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I don't think Coach, uh, the late coach John McDonald wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah. I did not. <laughs> yeah. But it was a good, good, yeah, it was good competition. Yeah. Wow. That so is. after college, yeah, I, actually, I went to Flagstaff first because my brother had moved there. He needed, he, he just wanted a little change. So I went to Flagstaff, which is, you know, a great place, really, you know, beautiful, you know, nice weather, except winters, you know. Yeah. And I lived there for three years, but I, couldn't take the winter. The winters are so long, You know right. the summer is wonderful. So I wasn't, I, I wasn't much of a big uh, winter person. So I ended up moving back to Albuquerque to join some of my, you know, I had teammates who are living here. Yeah, one thing there was just commuting to races a little bit, you know, you have to drive to Phoenix most races, you know, the biggest airport, we had uh, Phoenix, there right. was a small airport but it was a little expensive to fly out of that stuff and then another thing was uh, there were not too many runners to train with so you know I came back here and hooked up with some of my former collect uh, teammates and so and I've lived here since Like I went back I had a break in 95 through 97 I was in Kenya so I stayed home for a little bit, you know, raised a little bit in Europe. Then came back in '97, and uh, at the end of '97, in '98, and I've been in Albuquerque ever since. Wow. Yes,
0: that's that's pretty awesome, Coach. You've been you've been able to experience,
1: <laughs> yep, yep. so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, It's been uh, yeah, it's been a journey, you know, running to me, you know, when I. You know, so when I went to college, I didn't think. You know, I thought, okay, this is it. I am gonna embrace running. I really wanna use it to get my education. You know, then I went after You know, you get better and better. And I remember the end of my. You know, when I finished high school, I when I finished college. In college, I got to travel to Europe a little bit and bring some small mates in, uh, in the Scandinavians. You know, I remember 19... 19- Two, I was trying to qualify for for the trials back home so I had to go look for races and uh, you know I did okay and then after college so when I left uh, when I graduated in college 92 so I went to Flux was going to pursue you know going to go to graduate school mm-hmm. So I went there, talked to the coach, Coach Ron Mann, and you know, I was looking for a graduate assistantship. So we walked together, and you, you know, they told my uh, uh, application, and I got accepted. Uh-huh. And then uh, at the same time, my running was really picking up. You know, it's really doing well. And uh, I said, okay, let me just pause my school for a little bit, yeah, and see what this running will you know will take me to so you know I started uh, uh, actually I started thinking of you know the following year. I say maybe I, I need to try a marathon you know? the marathon wasn't big I did road racing and I was doing a little bit more track but I've had a history of uh, shin splints yeah and you know I used to the more I ran in track the more speed I did the you know, it gets it got really worse. So I really ended up, you know, minimizing speed, you know, and that kind of took me out of track. Right. So I, You know, I went to road racing 5k, 10 k, s which was okay. And I was doing little races. And then my, you know, I started thinking about marathon, you know, I guess because my brother was a successful marathon runner. Right. So I... I I started you know thinking okay I need to <laughs> I need to start one marathon so I think 94 yeah I think 94 you know I trained and went and ran on Lulu. and I, I ended up finishing so yeah I finished fourth and it was you know it was a big jump and I ran wow yeah. <laughs> so my head really started. Thinking marathon, yeah.
0: What was that recovery uh, like after that first marathon?
1: Actually, it it wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, you know. It was, it was, it it gets hard, you know. The the training that I had done, it gets, you know, I remember at some point it was really, you know, I I contemplated, should I stop? (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, and it was you know my first marathon was on Lulu, which is really very very hot and humid. Yeah, yeah, and the humidity can really really, uh, you know, it can drain you. Yeah. So, it you know it, it took it took me a while. So normally I, you know, I finished that, but I went back to Kenya, so the recovery was you know I just it was good, you know. Yeah. Getting home, getting busy was yeah, uh, it took me off. You know, I didn't think about running, so that was good. But uh, but it, it, it takes it takes a it takes it takes a toll on you. The first one especially. Yeah, I, I remember thinking, should I try again? <laughs> you know, after you know the position was impressive to me, but the feeling was like ah, I don't know if I'm. I need to, you know, should I continue? But after a while, you know, that arch comes back and say, okay, I'll do better. Yeah. And ever since, you know, I've done marathons since, you know, after that, I did marathons every year, you know, since 94 and build up 95, 96, seven you know. And I think my, uh, my pick I'd say my pick, uh, marat- you know, my pick in times of marathon was around 99, 2000, 2002 were really, you know, my prime, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and and as you know, you know, I'm a, I was kind of a late, right. I'm a late bloomer in life, <laughs> <laughs> you know so when I came to college I had sat out in, I finished high school and I didn't go to college straight away you know I sat out for a while you know the, the 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 transition from high school to college back home was hard you know during my time it was hard to go to university in Kenya it was very competitive you know that they, 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 maybe the top maybe the top 10% in the country we had only maybe three universities in the oh, whole nation. Wow. So you can imagine, you know, yeah, the education system back there was very competitive. Right. Straight from elementary, you do a national exam, that determines which high school you go to, whether you're going to the national high school or the regional high school or the village high school. You know, the less grade, the less quality of education you're going to get, or the less Education, the, the lower quality institution you will go to. Right. So it was very competitive, you know. High school days like, you know, high school exam, elementary exam is like sitting on a by examination or a, you know, the, the medical school exam, and it's very intense. And they take the tops. So going to college was really tough. You, right. You had. To figure other options. So I set out, you know, I finished high school, I had to work to come to US, you apply, it takes a while, you know, like in my case where I didn't have any running background, it wasn't easy to just, you know, get a scholarship. Right. And if you have to fund yourself, you know, you really have to prove the finances. So I lost time there, so when I came to college I was you know a little bit uh, behind you know I was, uh, I was older and uh, so so running started late you know oh, yeah. yes. and uh, so my marathon pick season was you know I was really almost 40 you know I remember I ran my PR when I was 39 almost going to 40 in the marathon uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but you kept kept those times and i mean again Mm -hmm. you you had several american masters records um, i know you have you have the Mm -hmm. marathon i believe do you still have the 15k i i think
1: i i think somebody broke the 15 i at one point i had the 8k i had the 10k probably at the age group I had a half marathon 15k, but right now I think they're all gone. I can't even remember which one. It's still sitting out there. The guys are. (laughs) 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 Yeah, the the competition is. I mean, the the most people are running now towards uh, you know forties. Right. Those times are dropping. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, even just you know, seeing some somebody like Abney uh, uh, mm-hmm. who was yes. just in the Olympic yes. trials, you know, placing third oh, really? at, at what yeah. forty-three.
1: <laughs> forty-three, yes, yes. Okay. It, uh, so it's it it's it's still it's still uh, they are getting very competitive yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and it's good, you know. Another thing though you know, since I hit, I was running my prime when I was forty, almost forty. So that's another motivation, knowing that okay, I'll be forty, and I'm running this good. So it gives you more, you know. It motivates you more to get back and really focus. Okay, you know, then you get to forty. There's records. There's you know. You start looking for okay over forty record. Right. So it, it's good that, you know, it's good. It keeps you going. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's it's pretty awesome to see the mm-hmm. the Masters scene, you know, that 40 plus. It's, it's still a very mm-hmm. competitive racing group. Mm-hmm. It, it's, um, mm-hmm. it, it, and especially now, like you said, you see more people going into that and running longer. It's, uh, yes. it, it's pretty cool.
1: Yes, it is. It is very. It's very. Yeah. So looking, I think I saw the other day some of I can't remember. Was it like two or four or two or five or a wall masters? Wow. So it's good to see the times in all age ranges dropping. You know, which yeah. is a good thing. You know, it, uh, you want to see the sports. You know, not stagnating. Right, and I think yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I say, you know, I remember two or five, you know, during when I was running two or five was like the world record. So right now, two or five might not even get you uh, an entry to (laughs) as an elite to Boston. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, it's it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. And the shoe technology. um,
1: Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, because the, the way it's allowing people to recover, I mean, There's uh, Mm -hmm. obviously the way it's allowing people to run faster. There's that part of the how it's Mm -hmm. allowing people to save their legs is just.
1: Yes. So it's, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, with technology coming in, you you definitely see a big shift. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the marathon, it's really evolved, you know, especially, you know, I've seen it like, you know, from the Kenyan perspective, when I, when it started, I remember my brother, you know, and a few Douglas Wakihuri, there was Nzau, uh, uh, the old guys. These were people who, you know, I will say the pioneers, you know. Marathon running in Kenya wasn't really, it doesn't have a, a long history. You know, right. The countries that had embraced marathon way before Kenya were Ethiopia, and uh, Tanzania, so these two countries' marathon was like you know the ultimate, uh, and and in fact not Ethiopia had a history like you know and the early runners, but I would say there was a little gap. They moved up to ten k. Uh, Tanzania had a mystery. You know, I remember when I used to run track in Europe, and I had a friend from Tanzania, so half mile. You know, I started five, and I ended up running half mile. And we'd run, and we'd say, "Oh man, my he ran a one forty-seven that season." Wow! And he told me, "Oh, my coach is gonna now make me run a marathon." He say, <laughs> "In Tanzania, once once you break through in eight, they say you are now ready for for marathon." <laughs> <laughs> but, so I was laughing. I said, "Oh no, yeah, yeah, in Kenya." I remember, you know, marathon was, most of the track runners, they used to think, oh, no, 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 marathon is where you just retire, you age out to marathon. Yeah. As you run, you know, you start 15, move to 5, 10, you know, and eventually when you're exiting, you try a marathon. That was the that was the talk, you know, that was the culture. Right. You know, and I remember my brother was one of the old ones on Okuru, like they would look at it, oh maybe these guys they can't make in track that's why they're going to marathon you know but uh, unlike that this uh, they had seen there you know of course they seen the success they could make in marathon and uh, sooner you know when Ibrahim and Wakuru, they went back home and they could see their the, the success they have achieved and uh, how you know uh, how marathon was you know and this, this is now that the shift started, you know, it started slowly and eventually. Everything now is, you know, I would say, if you go, if you talk about running, the first thing that comes to somebody's mind is marathon. Right. You know, before you say, I'm a, I'm a marathon runner, they look at you like, oh, you know, he's probably not fast, he's just... <laughs> <laughs> Now they, the the first thing you see kids even out of high school, you know, oh, I'm training for a marathon, you know. You at, yeah. You know, sometimes you wonder if they're really mature enough, but that's the mentality. You know, I want to be a marathon runner is the first thing that comes to their mind. You know, or when they are talking about running, you know, he could be talking about he could be say, oh, I want to be a runner, maybe a 10k, but somebody would say, Oh, you want to be a marathon runner? <laughs> yeah. So that's, that revolution, you know, the, it does really evolve within the last few years. Yeah.
0: No, so I, it's really, I, mm-hmm. I agree with you. It's, it, it is interesting. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's almost like there's more, uh, more eyes. I mean, cause you, you can go on TV, you know, like when Boston mm-hmm. and when New York mm-hmm. and, you know, these major mm-hmm. marathons are, and you can follow them and people are excited and people you know, oh, I want to get a, you know, a Boston qualifier, I want to do this. And, mm-hmm. uh, but you almost don't hear a lot of people, everyday runners talking about the the track events anymore. You know, yes. they, don't, they don't follow that as much yes. as they used to.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's really changed.
0: So, you know, Coach, I, we had talked a little bit beforehand. Yeah. Mm. There's so much to your career, and I would love to ask you a, a whole a whole lot. So I'm gonna have you back.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh,
0: I wanna I wanna talk about your relationship with running. You know, right now, where where are you at with your running currently?
1: So my running currently is not where I would like it to be, <laughs> and I would say the last maybe the last few years, maybe the last I would say the last three years has been. Yeah, in terms of running challenging to me you know uh running as i told you became life you know everything around me was running you know it's something that i really embraced and um I'm, I'm i'm happier i'm proud to identify myself with running anything running you know you know being a fan being a runner being a jogger being a coach you know these are I would say that's my language. So uh, r- the last few years i have really slacked as far as running is concerned. You know, uh, the moment if you ask me, what's your goal? What are you planning on? Uh, it's you know out out stomach or out. Uh, you know, I won't give an answer. You know, how's your mileage? So I've really kind of lost touch a little bit, which I I, I, I do. I still i still have the arch i still have the motivation though i'm not doing it but you know i've lost a little touch with running i'm not doing as much i don't have any goals you know i just got get caught up with you know i think i have uh, too much work going around right. so you know i really miss running uh i'm not coaching you know how you know coach you know i with you with sandia the sandia to transition you know and when I transition uh, you know I it, it kind of took me off a little bit you know and uh, I work now at highland high school I volunteer sporadically you know there's no commitment which is not you know it's not fun so even my, my own runner is struggling I I'll tell you the last time I ran was maybe three weeks ago. Since, and I'll tell you since January I've run maybe since the beginning of this year I've run maybe less than five times. So those are the things that I really miss. You know, I still miss. You know, I just, I just need to get back out there and start doing it. You know, I need to set a goal. I need to look at. You know, I'm I'm going to be 56 in. Couple of uh, in two months' time, you know, uh, there's a lot of records I can still break. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I need to to get myself back to, you know, kind of that COVID thing to throw everything off. Uh, the last race I ran was maybe I think we, we did a we had a masters group that we went to San Diego for the National Club Masters Championships. Right, for the second. This year it was back in San Diego, but we couldn't get it together because of yeah the COVID kind of threw everybody off. Right. So we, I really need, to, we need to get back. You know. I need to get back. We need to. I need to set a goal. I still need to do a marathon. My last marathon was 2015. That's about almost close to seven years now. Was that the Twin Cities one? That was the Twin Cities. I so. <laughs> So there's a there's a dry spell right there. <laughs> yeah, I need you know I'm really I feel like you know I'm starting I'm itching to run a marathon. i a little bit scared because I know uh, what I need to do. Yeah. So yeah, running is you know it's uh, it's still you know still in my life. It's not where I itch, it needs to be. I need to bring it back. I need to to have it as part of my daily, you know, even checking results now, you know, it takes me a while to, to catch up with, you know, what's happening, you know, locally, nationally, internationally, uh, you know, I need to follow it. Uh, and it's good, you know, it's it's really good. I laugh, it, it's, it's mentally, it's good for me to, to be in touch with trying you know who's the top, who is where, you know. And yeah, no, I still fall a little bit. So you'll you'll still see me out there on truck meets, cheering. Yes. Yes, but I need to be more involved. I really need to hear.
0: <laughs> I, I enjoy when I see you out there and, and when I've been able mm-hmm. to to meet up with you. I know
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Will and I got to meet up with you uh, a while back and, and get a few mm-hmm. miles in. I think that was back in the fall, actually. That was, that was a while yes.
1: ago. <laughs> yes, during cross-country, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 we need we need to get those weekend yeah. meetups. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know,
0: it's I, I I have always enjoyed your passion for it, whether you're actively training for something or not. You know the passion mm-hmm. that you have, and when you have come out to the the cross country meets and the track meets and mm-hmm. the 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 energy you bring and just you know wanting to be around the kids is always. You know, it's always fun for me to see. It's it's always, like I said, you've you've been a mentor of mine. You've been a friend of mine, and you know, now that I'm in my master's years, being able to look up to you and be like, okay, I can mm-hmm. I can still do this. I can I can get fast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, just look. You know, you look at somebody and say, hey, this person has done it. That's what I I used to to have a friend, you know, used to tell me, I'm 15, I'd look at him, and I'd say, oh, wow, you know, I really admired. I want to be there. Right. Yeah. right. So, yeah. That's great, but, you know, it's, it's good, you know, and really, it's good to see the work you're doing, coaching, really, really, really pushing the sports, you know, involving sport, you know, making the sport grow in so many different ways, you know as a coach, as a runner yourself, and now doing your broadcasting, I think these are the things, you know, really, to keep people sport, you know, and, I, and I, to, to top up, I say, you know, coaching, especially the, the young kids, the students was, I think for me was more joyous even than my own running career, you know, looking at, you, you know, coach how cross country or track course, yeah. You get these kids who cannot run a step, you know, they come in, I want to be in track or cross country and the kid cannot even run one lap. Right. <laughs> and to see that, to bring that kid and to develop them until the end of the season, they are finishing three miles without stopping. Right. And some of them are going to graduate and come back maybe five years later and say, coach, I'm running, I ran a local race, you know, these are really... To me, those are great. Those are the joy, you know. It's it, it it's it's good when you touch somebody's life like that and you show them this path that they go and impress. Right. Uh, it's it's very uh, to me that's that's rewarding, you know. Right, I, it's more rewarding I, than winning a local race for myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's something we
0: can definitely dig into next time um, and, and dig into some of the races you won because. It is. It's mm-hmm. amazing to be at Sandia right now and and see a kid that we coached in, mm-hmm. you know, Will Walker, who's who's the boy that oh, yes. coached, and a, he... and to have. I, I mm-hmm. we just got a new assistant, Sydney Billingsley,
1: mm-hmm. you know, oh,
0: another one wow. of our former athletes, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's fantastic uh, to see it to see them, you know, around yeah. it.
1: Yes, those, those, those. That's what I'm saying. Those are. You look back and you look at them and say, "Yes, yes. <laughs> that's satisfaction." You know, and you know they'll also go and touch somebody. Will touch somebody. So that's really building the sport. You know, exactly. Rather than you know, it's more. It's more rewarding. It's more. It, it's more to the sport. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, coach, I think that's a great
0: place to wrap up for today uh i have one last question for you and it's, mm-hmm. I, it's what i always ended with ask everybody mm-hmm. um you know i know your running isn't exactly where you <laughs> want mm-hmm. it to be right now but you know mm-hmm. what are you listening to right now to kind of get you motivated when you do go for a run or or maybe just ready for you know a work day mm-hmm.
1: so uh, so my running normally I, I when i go run, i don't listen to music but my mind yeah. uh, plays music in terms of thinking things, you know, I become very creative. <laughs> yeah. I tell people when I'm on a run, I can pass any exam. I can, I, I become so creative. So my mind goes into yeah. this mode where, you know, I think, I think, you know, I become very creative. Right. Uh, I can design I can design you the best workout <laughs> until I get home and I take a shower and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. You know, there's a wall that I, I, I get into mm-hmm. when I'm running and it's really, it's good. You know, it, 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 it blesses your spirit, you know, you, however mood you are before you run, you get into that world and it's, uh, it's wonderful. Right. Yeah. Awesome
0: all right coach I, again thank you so much I really appreciate it I, I'm I'm gonna have you back on of course Is there yes. anything else you'd like to add before I let you go?
1: I just want to thank you coach thank you for what you're doing thank you for giving me this opportunity and I think we can come back and talk a little bit more maybe you know my I think our high school days coaching and you know absolutely something we can explore next time and probably where we see the sport going you know i I really want to see the sport back you know i'm so glad the season is coming back people are running races are back and you know but from my school to internationally so uh, that's uh, that's it's good to see that coming back thank you again
0: I'd once again like to thank my guest for their time, and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts, or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at runningnewmexico.com at gmail.com, if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.